Welcome to the podcast version of Taproot TV, where weekly we share with you information for root cause analysis to analyze and fix the real root causes of problems at your company. Working together, we are all changing the way the world solves problems. So let's get straight to this week's episode. To Taproot TV, it is Wednesday at noon Eastern, and I'm Ben Dorch, and I'm here with Ken Reed, and we have got like a really good topic today because we heard a lot about this. I've heard a lot about it from clients even after the summit. That's right. Oddly, yeah. it's come up quite a bit. Yeah, it comes up uh, probably even more often than you think because at our courses it comes up all the time. People ask these questions, so it's a. It's and a what really is good that? Topic. The topic is. <laughs> So we're going to talk a little bit today about how to uh, maintain the proficiency of your investigators. Uh, uh, a lot of times where our investigators are out there, they've been trained and they're yes. ready to go, but um, how do we make sure that they're really ready to go as soon as something happens and you're ready to do an yeah, investigation? Don't need to brush up beforehand or anything. Nope. Still have it sharp, ready to go. And this, um, there, There's a lot of ways that you can do this and it's not going to take up too much of your people's time because we know that they have other jobs to do. That's right. Uh, I have nothing else to do with the taproot, but I think your people probably have other things to do, so I understand that. So these are going to be some tips to kind of um, just, you know, things you can put on your calendar to block out to just kind of, because that's pretty important um, to do that. So we're going to go over a few of those. Ken, uh, you just wrote a blog article on this. Yeah, I put an article together. I thought it'd be a good idea to give some, uh, a little bit more of a meaty topic, you know, something that you can actually do something with when you go out there. And uh, I wrote an article to give a little bit more information. And we're going to kind of follow this article a little bit to give you some information on how to maintain that proficiency of your investigators. And if you want to find that blog article, it is, uh, we've got a, a link to it in the description box um, for this, so you can go and find it there. Um, so, Ken, what's one of the top number one things people can do to maintain their proficiency? Well, step one is to be trained. Yes. That's <laughs> so so uh, uh, we really recommend, of course, that you get your people trained up. Um, your two-day course people um, have a level of proficiency just by attending the course. Yes. Um, uh, but you might want to consider other courses that you can also take to help with that. Uh, the five-day course is a great way to 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 get even more proficiency uh, in using Taproot. That's my favorite. It is. Um, yeah. it re- I mean, because obviously having a week to learn the skills of the Taproot uh, system versus two days, you're and you have more practice with it. That's you're right. gonna you're gonna go home feeling better and more confident in your skills. That's right. Yeah, the two-day course is great. It's, it's all you need to do your uh, most of your Taproot investigations, but uh, as, as anything else that you do, the more opportunities you have to practice it, and the five-day course gives you those opportunities. So Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so training, number one. Number one is training. <laughs> uh, the next thing that we highly recommend, and I can't stress this one enough, is after you leave a course, you really need to get back and practice it. And, and I'm not absolutely. talking about two months from now or six Mm-mm. months from now. We recommend within two weeks you go do something with Taproot. Uh, you really want to put it into the context of not the course, because we give you some examples mm-hmm. from the courses, but we want you to use something from your facility 
in your conference room making the phone calls you need to make yes. when you have an investigation. So You don't have an one of our instructors right there standing beside you to guide you, so it can kind of show you if you, you may need to brush up a little bit on something you thought you knew when you left the course and right. go back to that book and, and look at it a little yeah. better. Something as simple as, hey, where am I going to do this? Where yeah. am I, I going to put my snap chart up? Where is that mm -hmm. going to go? Just something as simple as that. You don't want to try to figure out when something bad happens. You want to go practice it right away so you know where your post-it notes are going to be and where to where to hook up your software and how your computer is mm -hmm. going to be set up and what tables to use. And, and all those things seem kind of minor until you have to do it. <laughs> right, and you're scrambling. That's right. And your time is of the essence because you want to get out there and start investigating before a thing, you know, your uh, the things you're looking at start deteriorating, uh, stories get weak in people's minds and things like that. Right. So you, you don't want to be um, bogged down with minor details on, mm -hmm. on the mechanics of doing an investigation. You want to have those uh, kind of ingrained and, and almost as a um, uh, as habit, so you know how that's going to yeah. work. So that you don't have to worry about that. You can actually get to the real investigation stuff. Well, it's like so. a anything you learn. You have to practice. Um, to, to stay sharp. Right. Um, we, the, on your blog article, you know, you got a lot of comments on people like in firm agreement with this because a lot of, uh, they've experienced it, right. um, you know, that you just to stay sharp on these skills and be ready to go. Yeah, it's just like any other skill. I mean, if you try to, uh, uh, if you take a, I think I used in my article uh, an example of an Excel, you know, an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you have to go learn something quick and go brush up on, on, a, on Excel, that's great, but if you don't go use it right away or you just uh, don't continue to use it, you kind of forget all about it. So. Well, software is a great uh, uh, example of this because everybody's done that. You've learned a software, you've gone through the, all the tutorials, and then suddenly a month later you decide to use it and you're like... Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me get back into that. Right, yeah. exactly. Practice, practice, yeah. practice, and practice right away. Which kind of leads up to the next one. Yes. Once you've got it, we recommend that you use Taproot at least once a month. And... Uh, um, that, that feeds right into what we were just talking about. If, if you only use it uh, every six months or every year, mm -hmm. you're just never going to get good at it. And that's not because taproot's hard. It's not. It's just normal. It's just normal. It's yeah. just what you got to do. Um, it's normal to, to forget um, yeah. some of this stuff that you've, you that you've learned. Yes, exactly. I, uh, I have customers sometimes tell me that this just kind of irritates me a little bit sometimes. So you're going to see my irritation show. Um, and we don't really have that many incidents at our company, so we don't have to use Taproot very often. Right. And I'm thinking, you're not looking very hard. Right. If you don't think that you have problems at your company to go fix, don't, don't wait for some big problem. Go go use it on the small stuff. And this is a wonderful way to maintain your proficiency is go work on those smaller issues. Right. right. And and Taproot now is set up to where you can... That's right. It's, it's not hard to go in and look at those it's smaller things. Yes. Yeah. So that's great. Yep. Um, and one of the things, like that's another thing, you know, put it on your calendar that once a month you're going to do this. Um, right. it, it's just like, you know, a, any other appointment that you have. Right. Um, treat it as, as important as any appointment that you have, because when the time comes, you're going to be very, very grateful. Um, I feel like this is something that people need to put in their implementation programs for Taproot. And that's one of the problems when people get be. frustrated. I think that should be right into your uh, your uh, company's investigation mm -hmm. policy. 
policy is how yes. often do we expect our investigators to use taproot. Um, if you have four investigators, um, doing 12 incidents a year is not enough. You have 12 mm -hmm. people, so or four people, so that's that is 48 mm -hmm. investigations a year you should be doing. You know, and, and I'm not talking about huge investigations, just those simple ones, and that helps you maintain that proficiency. When we were talking about uh, trying it once, a, you know, once a month, depending on your schedule. Um, another thing we talked about earlier was, you know, maybe schedule a quarterly team mm. event that's to where you you take an exercise like you do in your taproot course and get your trained people together and just have them run through it and just see, uh, you know, keep their minds refreshed on it. And you can also see, do they need refreshing or, right. you know, do they, is there a little element of it that's not quite, uh, people aren't quite competent yeah. on at this point? You mentioned that this morning and I was thinking that's a great idea. We, uh, uh, we have several of our customers that, that uh, have set up a monthly or quarterly webinar mm -hmm. and all of their taproot trained people are required to go. Yeah. They have to give reasons if they can't show up. Uh, but they come on to this webinar. It's not a long, drawn-out process. It's, uh, you know, maybe half an hour. And um, they assign a different person each month mm -hmm. to run that webinar. And they come up with one incident that they did, and they kind of run through it. They show the snap chart. They show how the root cause analysis worked. And it's not necessarily to be critiqued by the rest of the team. It's to, well, for several different things. First, it um, it, it gets everybody proficient mm -hmm. because they're all kind of looking at taproot yes. again and remembering it. Um, it also is a great way to share your lessons learned. Yes. We had this problem at our at our at our facility. Why don't we go over that for everybody here, and you can all see it. That so. I mean, you get a double bang out of that one. You That's do. great. It's really cool. People uh, are really enjoying doing these uh, these webinars. And um, if if you don't have enough incidents, which I don't believe, but if you don't <laughs> have enough incidents at your company, at least you get to see um, somebody else's incidents at your other facilities. Well, if they going. don't have enough incidents, perhaps they're being proactive and using it in audits and stopping these incidents. There's another way to help get proficient here is, is go, uh, don't do any incidents uh, necessarily, go do audits, go exactly. look for problems, right? That's and, a great and, way and to maintain. And stop them, That's stop right. them in their tracks. So. That's another great way to help maintain that proficiency is, yeah. is do it for, for incidents and for audits. It's a great way to do So it. what if you find that you're your team or yourself that you are uh, you're getting a little wishy-washy with it I think there's several ways you yeah. can can rehone your skills and there are yeah there's a, a couple things to think about is uh, a refresher training mm -hmm. um, different companies do different things with refreshers it's totally up to you how you mm -hmm. want to handle refreshers um, uh, we think it's a good idea every couple of years to uh, to do some type of refresher training whether it's a formal uh, sending your people to one of our two-day courses again. Um, that's that's one method, which is really good. Yeah. It's, uh, we do change the course every now and then, yes. and we update the software if you haven't seen the new yeah. software. I've, I spoke to a person this week, and they're like, I took the five-day in 2006, and, I'm <laughs> like, and he's like, anyone to be a certified instructor. Sure. And he's like, do I need to do that again? Before? I'm like, are you using the seasons? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> Something changed, right? About and he's like, oh, ago. well, I'm thinking I need to go back and do this again before yeah. I do this. So, um, Not that you're not going to be able to use Tapper right. if you haven't done it in, in six, eight, ten years. But it's changed. But we have changed things. It's and changed a lot. And, you and really people, want to be up to date on, on the newest techniques. So. They're really liking the changes, too. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice set of changes. 
So um, a refresher course might be the way to go. I've got a client that pretty much every time they have a lot of people to train and every time they have a two day, they add a one day refresher oh. to people who were trained in the past. And oh, so we get it all together, all in one trip with one instructor. So they do a new course for the new people mm -hmm. and then do an additional and then do a Yeah. That's a great idea. And, and their, their goal is to make sure everybody is gone through a refresher about every two years. That's so, great. Yeah. yeah. Again, this ought to be in your investigation policy somewhere so that it's clear what the expectations are, what the budgets are, all that stuff yes. should be very clear. And uh, um, you don't want to just do this on the fly. Um, when I was in Europe, uh, I had one uh, customer ask me, so do you do reminders for refreshers, you know, when you haven't done been to a course? Because over here in Europe, um, we get these reminders show up that say, hey, you haven't been to this uh, quality course in two years. Right. It's time to sign up again. And uh, we didn't used to do that, but we have uh, recently set up a reminder system now that does automatic emails that go out and say, hey, it's been two years since you've been to a course. I was so happy to hear that. Yeah. I really yeah. was. So you've got to read your emails. <laughs> If you're not already scheduling it, you need to read your emails, right. and there. so that that'll that'll come in, and it can tell you where also where a course near your area is going to be. That's right. So That's right. to try to make it convenient for you, if yeah. we possibly can. Yep. All right. What else we got going on? Um, probably the last thing I can think of uh, is the summit is another way to help mm -hmm. maintain your proficiency. Uh, uh, for our certified instructors, you guys know that you have to come every two years to the mm -hmm. summit just to. Exactly what we were talking about. Get mm -hmm. up, to, up to date on the newest course materials and the newest software. Oh, and they um, learn so much from other do. people. Uh, those, yeah. those tips from the other attendees are amazing. If, if you haven't been, uh, we just finished our summit here just uh, last month, and uh, uh, it's always uh, energizing. Oh, it is. You're ready to go. And uh, so that's another way to, to help maintain. I, was, uh, I saw Ron Joseph was talking this morning um, about um, how the summit is, is a great way to meet two, three, four hundred other people out there oh, who are yeah. using Taproot and give ideas. And he said uh, he's never met a Taproot person who's not happy to give help uh, to another company or to exactly. another user. So. You know, it's like we always say, everybody's on the same page. Everybody's got the same goal in mind, and that's to get everybody home safe and sound and have no accidents. That's so right. everybody is happy to share something they've learned. They've just got to share it in their companies as well. That's right. That is that one thing we had come up. It was like, <laughs> we're sharing everybody together okay well let's share out in the company that's right, that's right. <laughs> so sure everybody knows what's going on yeah, yeah exactly so that's kind of the last thing I could think of is the, was the summit it's a, it's a great way to, to uh, maintain your proficiency and at least get some uh, uh, some exposure to Tappert again yeah um, uh, with a with a great group of people out there who are also doing the same thing I know one other way what's that look at our blog we have some great <laughs> stuff on the blog like these videos uh, and things like that well and you you know, yourself, Mark Paradise, Dave Janey, Chris Valley. I mean, we have so many people around here who are writing articles regularly to help you. Um, you never know what you're going to read that's going to trigger something in your mind that you're like, I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, I forgot, yeah. I, you know, I need to remember that, take a note. Um, we're going to try to use some of those blog topics to talk about them like we did today. Right. Um, you know, Ken wrote that article and... 
now we're talking about it. Yeah, we're getting quite a bit of people talking about those articles too, and, and even just reading other people's comments mm -hmm. kind of gets your, your juices flowing a little bit. Uh, we wrote an article, uh, uh, I think it was last week, on uh, uh, the bridge collapse there yes. in Florida. tragic. And, uh, yeah, it's horrible. Sad. And there's some really good... Uh, points that people are bringing out as mm -hmm. they're reading that article and some good discussion points. So, Especially uh, such an emotional type of, yeah, of situation. Absolutely. But yeah, so we're throwing this stuff out here all the time. Um, follow us on our social media to be able to find the blog articles, find the videos. I'm still working on... Um, us a podcast channel so we can start having some of these as podcasts. And I mean, we're working all the time to try to keep information out there for you so that you um, can stay, um, keep that, what is it? Proficiency. Keep that proficiency and that, that saw sharpened. That's right. Keep your saw, keep your, your saw sharp. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So, Absolutely. anyway, next week, uh, Barb Carr and I are talking about uh, effective listening. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I know. That'll be a good one. My wife will make me watch that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be a good one. She and I had a great time talking about nonverbal communication last week um, yep. in investigations and building rapport uh, before you do an interview. And so this one will be an excellent one. If you're one of those people who sits and does interviews with people during an investigation, the listening aspect is mm. quite critical. It is. It so. Is. Yep. All right. Well, sure. Ken, thanks for all the great information sure. again. Absolutely. That was all good. All right. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we hope to see you back here next week at noon Eastern time. Uh, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To view the video version of this episode, visit our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Please visit us on our website at taproot.com for up-to-date information and blog articles designed to help you excel in your performance improvement program. And please sign up for our newsletter so you'll get the notifications of when new information is released, where we're teaching around the world, and all things Taproot. We will see you next time on our podcast version of Taproot TV.